0: Opinions expressed on ACB media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Do you remember BPI? Oh,
1: yeah, Blind LGBT Pride International. They're a special interest affiliate of ACB.
0: Yes, they are the ones doing all these cool things at convention. Guess what they're up to now? Do tell. Their own show. It's called Pride Connection.
1: That's great, but what if I'm not a part of the LGBT community?
0: This is a show for everyone. Actually, non-LGBT and non-disabled folks are known as allies, and they are a huge portion of BPI's membership. Everyone is welcome. So what kinds of topics can I expect
1: from Pride Connection?
0: Fun and relevant topics for everyone, from blindness to LGBT education, technology to advocacy,
1: So when will Pride Connection take place?
0: Every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to tune in so we can all connect and learn while having fun. Pride Connection on On ACB ACB Radio
1: Mainstream. Mainstream. The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallen. The Indian Express reports that there is nothing more heartwarming than when individuals try to achieve inclusivity together. This inclusivity was achieved when a visually impaired girl aced a shot at a high school basketball game. How did she do it? The girl who made the shot, Jules Hookland, is here to tell us. Hi, Jules. Hi. So tell us about yourself and how you became visually impaired
0: so i was born as a triplet i was born three months early so what happened was for me since i was born prematurely i developed this eye condition called retinopathy of prematurity where there's abnormal blood vessel growth in your retinas and as you there's five stages to this so Stage one is very, it's not very harmful. Stage five is really bad. Um So what happened for me was I got stage one and then it progressed and progressed. And then by the time it got to stage three, I had a, a grade three brain bleed. And then it went to stage four and it went to stage five all in the course of three years of my life. So I lost my sight on my third birthday which not the best but you know and then um before that my parents I would I had like 13 eye surgeries to try to save my sight and my mom would take me to vision therapy but it ended end up working
1: you you have retinopathy of prematurity so do I I also was born three months premature I can oh, really? understand what you're going through interesting you play for the Zealand Public Schools Unified Basketball team in Zeeland, Michigan. How did you speak out to be on that team, and why do you like to play basketball?
0: so someone and I joined the team in middle school that was when I initially started, and I didn't really know how to play basketball, and I was like, "You know what? I'll try it." So I joined in seventh grade, and it's been it's been a really fun journey to kind of try it in seventh and eighth grade. I tried it in seventh grade, and ended up loving it, and then I did it in eighth grade. And I was like, went to high school and I was like, you know what? Let's just do this again because I liked it. And I had to get used to new coaches, a new gym, new hoops, because I'm pretty sure the hoops were higher. But it was so worth it. It was so much fun.
1: That's very cool. How do you shoot some hoops being visually impaired?
0: So I have someone who helps me on the court. Her name is Allie Buffy. She, basically what she'll do is she'll help me and the team is running up and down the court. She'll help me run up and down the court so I know which direction to go. And then when I shoot, she will line me up at the hoop so I'm centered. they will give me the ball and then I'll, someone taps the backboard with a stick and then I know where to shoot and I just shoot and if I make it in, I make it in. But it was, it took me a while to practice because every season is new. I don't do, I don't do this every day. So it's something I have to kind of relearn every season. And so it's a lot of trial and error, even every practice to see what works and what doesn't.
1: At one recent game, you followed the same system. Okay. And you aced this basketball shot and went viral all over the internet. Talk a little bit more about that big
0: shot. So, oh man. So I, Going into that game, we hadn't, we wrapped our season maybe two weeks before that game. Um, and that game was supposed to be a, a game in front of our entire school. So not just Zealand East, but Zealand East and West, because our school are combined. And it was one of those things where I had practice in two weeks. And so I wasn't really. In the hang of, I didn't. My brain wasn't really in the shooting, so I wasn't. I hadn't practiced in two weeks, so I wasn't really the best at it at that point. And so, before the game, I had practiced a little bit, and I wasn't making very many. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go into the game, and if it, if I make it, I make it, and if I don't, I don't. And I was like, you know what, if I don't make it, you know, my entire school's watching. That's over 2,500 people. They, they do know me, so well, most of them do. So I'm like, if I don't make it, then it's fine. And so I went into the game, and the first time I went in, because each person on the team was allowed to go in twice. And so the first time I went in, I didn't really make any. And the second time I went in, I I made it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then the applause hit me. I was like, I knew there were a lot of people in the gym, but once they all started clapping, I was like, oh my gosh, there are so many people in this gym. I don't know how they packed so many people into that gym, but yeah, it was really, it was really cool. I did not expect it to go viral.
1: Well, it did. And uh, so um, let's talk more about that large pole tap. Okay. How does the tapping acoustics of the tapping of the basketball hoop Help you know that hoop position.
0: So I've tried it without the, i tried to shoot without the tapping. It does not go very well. So the tapping allows me to know exactly where the basketball hoop is. So then I know which way to orient myself. Obviously my partner helps me and centers me. But then sometimes I accidentally turn my body. So it helps me to know exactly where the hoop is. So then when I shoot, then I know where to shoot.
1: So you know where to shoot. Okay. After those taps, how do you aim to score those shots?
0: Um, I kind of just do it. If it goes in, it goes in. And obviously sometimes like my hand, my fingers will slip and the ball will go backwards. And that happens to a lot of people. But if it, if it happens, then I just, they let me either, they let me try again. I think they give me three tries, and if I don't make it, then I have to go back across the court. And if I do make it, obviously, I just go back across the court. But, um, yeah, I think they give me three tries. And if I don't make it, I don't make it.
1: And your teammates in the audience go wild. How does that feel when they go wild after you make those big shots?
0: Pretty awesome. I mean, that's what I love. Obviously, like, the entire school watching was uh, awesome because when – one of the things is when um, the person is tapping on the backboard, everyone is silent. We don't ask them to be quiet. They're just quiet. But um, when my teammates cheer for me, it's really cool because that's what I love about Unified Basketball is the fact that it's a bunch of people on a team who have some sort of disability, whether it be they're in a wheelchair or they have a cognitive impairment or they're blind like me or just they have a, a A disability of some sort and so it's really cool to see my teammates cheer me on because it doesn't matter who wins we're all there to have fun
1: absolutely and fun's the most important thing Uh, let's talk about your education for a sec you go to zealand east high school what grade are you in and what are your favorite subjects
0: i'm a junior and i love english (laughs) and like i I love reading. Reading is, I kind of consider myself a, a bookworm. I read way too much, but,
1: <laughs> um,
0: and then I do love writing and I don't know. Writing is something that I, I've kind of, I didn't used to like writing actually. And it's kind of ironic because I didn't used to like writing, but here I am composing my own lyrics to songs. And it's really funny because, um, I also write like creative stories and I found it ironic because I hated writing when I was in elementary school. And now here I am loving it.
1: You write your own songs? Yeah. Um, and then you also write your own creative stories?
0: Yeah, I didn't. I used to do it a lot more, but now I've, my focus is kind of toward music. That's kind of where my heart is. Uh,
1: what, what's the best song you've written? And can you maybe sing a little bit for us?
0: Oh, my goodness. So, I guess I'll give you the backstory a little bit. So, I wrote this song called, I wrote a song when I was 14. I I sang it for my school's talent show. But the other song I wrote, I wrote during COVID because, you know, the world was kind of in a dark place. But also, I had come off of a dark place in my life. And it was a kind of way for me to kind of say, well, there's still hope and we kind of have to choose that hope because the place that I had come from was a dark place of just worrying and stress. And I had decided instead of that kind of stress to kind of lean into hope more and to kind of choose positivity. Um, and I also, and I'm also a strong believer in God. So instead of choosing the, to turn away from him, choose back To go back to him. And that's where Choose Hope came from. And I was not expecting to write a song, but one day I woke up and I was just feeling really inspired. And then it I sat down at my keyboard and in 30 minutes that song came out. And it was one of those things where I went, Okay, I didn't do that on my own. That was not me. That was a complete God thing. And I I I had not expected to have that come out of a situation like that but it's a love about music it happens you want me to sing it just a little bit oh man okay Let's see if i can do this i okay i'll sing the chorus because the chorus is kind of the main part of the song choose home choose to live choose to see the good and everything choose peace choose light choose to live the life that you're meant to live it may be hard for you to do it may be hard for you to choose choose hope yeah that's kind of course bravo yeah. bravo <laughs>
1: You're really good. Oh, thank you. Now we gotta get back to your other good thing, basketball. Yeah. So every single game this season, this last season, you've made a successful shot, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that after the after the um one of the games. I was like, you know, what? I realized that I've never made a game the entire. I've never made a basket the entire season, and I have like a streak of like either I'd make this season, either I made one or I'd made multiple each game and I was really surprised because it never happened to me before.
1: Now I understand you were also nervous when making those shots. Tell yeah. about that nervousness and how you overcame that and and, and just turned it into success.
0: Um, okay. So when it comes to, um, well, our original games, we don't usually play in front of 2,500 people, so that was also part of it. And the other thing was just the fact that, like, when you're the only one up there that's kind of doing the shot, everyone can stare at you, which I obviously can't see them staring at me, which is the best thing, but um I was like, all right, there are, like, 2,000 people in this gym, and you know what? It's going to be fine. And someone had told me, one of my friends and I were, um, talking before the game Is she's someone who's going to help me next year. And she's like, so, um, remember we're not playing for ourselves. We're playing for God because God gets all the glory. And it was really funny how she mentioned that because now the video went viral and that's God gets all the glory for that. Um, she's like, okay, so just pray for God. And I was like, thanks. And so. Um, that was part of something that made me feel less nervous was the fact that I'm not doing this for myself because as Christians, we're meant to kind of do everything for God because, you know, he created us. And so I was like, you know what, that's I'll just do that. And so I did that and I made the shot and I was like, yes, I was so proud of myself. But, um, obviously I was a little nervous, but I just thought of my friend's words and I was like. Okay, I can do this. And you did it. Yeah.
1: Do you run across the court to pass the ball to your fellow players?
0: Yeah. Um, so usually what happens for me is I, my partner will give me the ball, and then I'll she'll ask the person I have to pass it to to clap because I don't know who to pass it to. And then I'll pass it to them once they clap.
1: How does your coach... Or how do your coaches help guide you through playing each game?
0: Before, when we first kind of, so I've been doing this in high school since freshman year. So when we first kind of um, got to know each other, I kind of went in, and they're like, "Okay, now you need to, you need to tell me what we can do to help you." And so I told them, and I guess kind of just like then making sure that they can find something that someone can tap the backboard with. So I know you literally just find a random stick. It's really funny because Mm -hmm. we'll find anything, (laughs) anything we can find to hit the backboard with, we use, but um, they do that. And then honestly, just supporting me as a player because that's what I love about Unified is that we're all included and they don't leave anyone out. And so that's the biggest thing for me is like, I want the support, and the encouragement to know that I can do it, even if I don't make a shot.
1: It's great. The coaches are helping you. Um, w- it, when you go to college, um, mm-hmm. do you want to continue playing basketball for the college teams and then maybe get into the major leagues?
0: I don't know. I love, okay. I love playing basketball, but I don't know if I'd want to do it in college because like for me, maybe if I had a unified team, but I, I don't know, like, I've been thinking about competitive teams, and they're really competitive. And that's what I love about the N5 teams, that they're not. They just play for fun. And if one of us, if one team wins, then that's great. And if my team wins, that's great. But it doesn't really matter. Whereas the competitive team, they're really competitive. And I don't know if I'd want to go down that road. But who knows?
1: I can understand that. But what would you do... What's your what's your dream career, though?
0: I'm kind of in the process of figuring that out. Okay, because um, I don't really know. I don't even know if I want to go to college. I mean, right. but I love. I don't know. I love music. That's kind of. I mean, it's a hard career to get into, but really, honestly, for me right now, it's kind of just like. Um, I'm kind of just after I get out of high school. I'm kind of just gonna get gap year and figure out what i want to do because i really don't know
1: what i want to do totally understand you know a lot of high schoolers i knew from high school or uh just um came out of high school and into college were still figuring out what they wanted to do so uh n- next season um i assume you plan to continue playing basketball though in high school throughout the yes. rest of high school oh, okay all <laughs> right that's great um, now, uh, when you, uh, now, do you guys also have, when you finish your seasons, end of the year parties?
0: So, okay. That's the thing. I think in freshman year, don't quote me on this. Cause code kind of messed everything up. Okay. Um, freshman year, I believe we did. And then last year we did this. Cause usually what we do is we order pizza after the games, after like the in school game, and we didn't do that this year. I'm not sure why, but we we didn't do that this year. Usually we do.
1: Hmm. Okay. All right. Um. And and you must be good friends with the other players and do things with them together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. You know, and and I think playing basketball is definitely one good way to make friendships, even lifelong friendships.
0: Yeah, I've met a lot of great people on that team. That, like, even my partner and I, Allie Guffy, she's graduating this year, and it makes me so sad because she she leaves in about a month. And it's one of those things where I've known I've known her for three years because she works she works with me outside of basketball. She helps me in classes, and it's one of those things where she's one of my best friends. And I'm gonna miss her when she leaves. But I've made other friends too on that team, definitely.
1: Speaking of classes, um, do you uh get any sort of adaptations or extra help with completing all your schoolwork? Like do you have a resource teacher, for instance? I remember when I was in um high school, I had a resource teacher who helped me, you know, with all of my classwork.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially learning and and of course getting it done. Yeah.
0: Um so actually that's the interesting thing about our school i do have this it's called guided studies it's like the equivalent of a resource classroom where i can go and do my homework and ask for help but i also in class um i have these people called links so what they are is they're gen ed students who um are in this program to specifically help people with disabilities and Instead of them going to a regular class that hour, they come and work with me one on one and help me in my class, so basically what they do is they read what's on the board if I need it. They help me take notes because I'm really bad at filling in blanks with notes cause it, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then yeah
1: i I know I know the feeling of taking notes that can be kind of hard, um yeah. I sometimes had to take notes and then review it with my teachers. Even when I was in college, I reviewed it with my professors, you know, talk over the material a little bit just to understand it.
0: Yeah, because sometimes for me, I miss notes because I'm in such a hurry to try to get everything down when the teacher is talking. So that's even hard for me, too, is the fact that got to listen. can't really look up on the board. So if I miss something, can't really go back. And I'm also shy, so... When it comes to class, I don't really like to raise my
1: hand. It's all right. Not you know you're you're, you're you're gonna you're gonna get through it. You're gonna get yeah. through it, and you're gonna come out of it. You know, with the high school diploma, and you're gonna come out of it a star. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, um. So, Jules, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um. I don't think so. Okay. Well, Jules, continue to speak out and strive in life for your dreams. You're doing a great job. Thanks for joining us today.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. And my show archive is at speaking out four shah blind. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out.
0: You are
1: listening to ACB Media 1, also known as Mainstream, the flagship of the ACB Media Network. The ACB Media Network is a service of the American Council of the Blind. Please visit us at acbradio.org.